Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. We're excited about today's broadcast, and I trust you have a few moments that you can give us so that we can impart some powerful teaching into your life. We're going to be talking about the goodness of God, how you can experience it every day of your life. You know, Terry, when I talk about the goodness of God, it just thrills me because it's a story of my life. God has been so good to me, to our family, yeah. and He won't everybody in the world to know that he is a good God. That's right. But you know, you've taught us, Dad, to not only um, declare that out of our mouths, but mm -hmm. expect it in our lives. Yeah. And sometimes you have to just declare it even though you don't feel like you deserve it. None of us deserve it, do mm -hmm. we? But you just declare it and expect it. Yes. And you know what I love, Dad, is when not only have you taught us, but when you teach our partners and our viewers how to start getting results in their mm -hmm. lives, and then they tell us about it. Right. Like, you know, you started the year out with a prophetic word. And just a portion of it, I wanted to say, is you said the Lord declared to you, never stop celebrating what I've already done. Expect me to do greater and it will come. 2014 will be known as the year of the greater. Yeah. And the goodness of God in a greater right. way. And we've already experienced that. We have. Yeah. And our partners are too. Mm. I mean, listen to this one story from a couple in Washington. It said, since you're teaching, I can't tell you all the blessings being poured out on us. They said, we got a new vehicle paid in full. Praise like God. just got a new vehicle yeah. paid in full, a very nice Toyota Highlander. And someone paid us $3,000 for something we had totally forgotten about. God is so faithful. Amen. Isn't that awesome? And those are not coincidences. That's, that's people who are listening, who are learning how to apply the Word in their life and expecting results. And when they get it, the first thing they want to do is testify, yes. talk about it. See, that's what the Bible is talking about in Psalm 145. It says that you, you talk about the goodness of God and you just keep passing it on from one generation to another. And that's what we're doing in this ministry. We're teaching people that God has not only been good to us, but he's good to our children, to our children's children, and he wants the same thing happening in your life. Don't ever stop celebrating what God's already done, and now begin to expect even greater, and he said, it will come. We're going to talk about that. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a few moments. Let me remind you of that prophetic word. Never stop celebrating what I've already done. That's what the Lord said. How many of you that are watching this broadcast right now can say that God's done some good things in your life? I believe the majority of you can. You know, the fact that you're saved, just think about that. You're not going to hell. What a good thing. That's something to praise God about. That's something to celebrate. Uh, perhaps you've been filled with the Holy Spirit, just like recorded in the book of Acts. That's a good thing. Praise God for it. Don't stop celebrating. You ever had God do something uh, in the way of a financial miracle or breakthrough in your life, celebrate it. Don't stop praising God for it. Have you ever been healed by the power of God? Has God brought your marriage back together? Has God restored your family? Don't stop celebrating what He's already done. But then He went on to say, but now expect even greater. Say it with me, greater. Expect even greater and it will come. And notice the key phrase here is expect greater. Now, that's how it happens. You, first of all, you must believe that God wants to do this in your life, and then you begin to decree it. You say it continually, and then you begin to expect it. 
You know, the Lord gave me this word in October of 2013. I began sharing it with our staff, began sharing it with our church. I began preaching about it everywhere I have been thus far in 2014, encouraging people to speak it, decree it, and expect it. And you know, here it is, half the year's already come, and we are experiencing this. Greater things are already happening in my personal life, in our ministry, and I'm telling you, God is faithful. God honors His Word, and He'll do the same for you, but not just because He's done it for me. He'll do it for you because you do what His Word says to do. Now, once again, for those of you that may be struggling with the idea, well, how do I know that He wants to do this for me? Let's read a few of the verses we read last week from Psalm 145, and then I want to read a couple more, and I want you to let this sink in. Just begin to think about this in terms of this is God speaking personally to you. In Psalm 145, in verse 8, it says, The Lord is gracious. There's another translation that says, He is disposed to show favor. That means that God is favorable toward you. Once again, let me say this. He's not mad at you. He's not against you. God is gracious. He wants to show favor in your behalf. He's full of compassion, slow to anger, and of grace, mercy, and the Lord is good to all. What are we talking about? The goodness of God. Who does He want to pour out His goodness upon? The Lord is good to all. Say right now out loud, right there where you're sitting, standing, laying down, whatever position you might be in, I want you to say it out loud, the Lord is good to me. Hallelujah. The Lord is good to me. It says, the Lord is good to all, and His tender mercies are over all His works. Now, in verse 14, it says, the Lord upholdeth all that fall, raiseth up all those that be bowed down. The eyes of all wait upon thee, and you give them their meat in due season. You open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. God will uphold those that fall. He will lift them back up. It's not His will that they stay down from attacks. It's not His will that they, they uh, be defeated. It's His will that they be winners in life. And the Bible says that He's so good that He will lift them up. He will give them another opportunity. He will not cast them aside. He will not say, well, you failed and that's the last chance you get. That's not the God we serve. He will continually lift you up. In the book of Proverbs, it says, a just man falleth seven times, but riseth up again. What's that saying to us? That even though a man might get knocked down seven different times, God will keep saying to him, come on, get back up. That's the goodness of God. He's not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. He wants the best for your life. And then it says that he will open his hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. Now, I want us to look at something from the New Testament, talking about who qualifies for the goodness of God. In Romans chapter 5, verses 1 and 2, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Paul is telling us, that through what Jesus did on the cross, we are now justified by faith. 
justified. I heard someone say a long, long time ago, think of the word justified as just as if I have never sinned. Justified means that God has forgiven your past. God doesn't look at your past anymore. What he's saying is this, everyone who believes in what Jesus did at Calvary, everyone who believes that he died in their behalf, that he shed his blood in their behalf, and that their sins are forgiven, then it says they have peace with God. Say that with me. I have peace with God. Now, notice that peace is not based on how good a Christian you are. It's not based on your good works. It's not based on, you know, how holy you think you are. It's based entirely on what Jesus did at Calvary. It's all about his shed blood. It's all about him being willing to die in your behalf. And because he was willing to do that, then the Bible says we have peace with God. We are justified and we have access by faith into this grace. That simply means that you qualify for the goodness of God. Say that with me. I qualify. Say it with some boldness. I qualify for the goodness of God. And once again, it's not based on anything you've done. It's based entirely on what Jesus did. Your part is to believe it and to receive it. Just accept it by faith. Now, let me read this to you from the Amplified Version. It says, therefore, since we are justified, acquitted, and declared righteous, and given a right standing with God, because of what Jesus did at Calvary, you have been justified. What does that mean? It means that in the mind of God, you have been declared righteous. What does righteous mean? It means you have right standing with God. Think about that. No matter what you've done in your past, no matter how ugly you might have thought you might have been or how ugly people said you were, I'm talking about what you've done, your sins, your past, your failures, your mistakes, no matter how many, no matter how bad they might have been, the Bible says that Jesus went to the cross so that you might become righteous. What does that mean? That you might have right standing with God. Now, once again, your part is to believe that and to accept it. How do you accept it? Just simply lift your hands. If you've never done this, just lift your hands right there where you are and say, I accept what Jesus did for me at Calvary. Say it out loud. I accept what Jesus did for me at Calvary. And then say this, and I believe I am now the righteousness of God. Say it. I believe that I am now the righteousness of God. Now, so that you understand fully what that means, say this, I have right standing with God. What does that mean? That means that you have the right to stand in the presence of God, just like Adam and Eve did before they ever sinned. You have that right. And think about this. If you have right standing with God, then that means you also qualify for the goodness of God. Say that out loud. I qualify for the goodness of God. I'm telling you, doesn't that make you feel good all over? You have right standing with God. You have peace with God. And you qualify for the goodness of God all the days of your life. Listen to the Amplified Version. Since we are justified, acquitted, declared righteous, and given a right standing with God through faith, let us grasp the fact 
that we have the peace of reconciliation to hold and to enjoy. Peace with God. Grasp the fact. In other words, let this sink in. Comprehend this. Let it become a revelation to you. What? Number one, that you have peace with God. Number two, you have right standing with God. And number three, you qualify for the goodness of God. The Bible says, grasp the fact. That's what I did back in 1969, 45 years ago. Even though religion told me I was bad. Religion told me there's no hope for you. Religion told me God's given up on you. You've heard that. Many of you heard that. But that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Think about it. God loved you so much, even while you were a sinner, that he was willing to send heaven's best, Jesus. And all you've got to do is believe that and accept it by faith. And what happens? You have peace with God. You have right standing with God and you qualify to experience the goodness of God all the days of your life. Now, isn't that good news? In fact, that's what the gospel means, good news. And I realize that so many people have never truly heard the gospel. All they've heard is religion. But once you hear the gospel, then praise God, if you believe it and you accept it, then your life will never, ever be the same. Let's continue reading the Amplified Version. It says, through him also we have our access, entrance, introduction by faith into this grace, state of God's favor, in which we firmly and safely stand. Notice, oh, it just gets better and better. Let me review once again what the Amplified Bible is saying. Number one, you have peace with God. Number two, you have right standing with God. Number three, you're qualified to enjoy the goodness of God. Number four, you have the right to live in a state of God's favor. Oh, I'm telling you, that is so exciting. Once you learn how to enjoy the goodness of God and live in a state of God's favor, I'm telling you, life just keeps getting better and better and better. So once again, do you qualify? Based on what we've read from Psalm 145 and Romans chapter 5, let me ask you this question again. Do you qualify to experience the goodness of God all the days of your life? Well, if you're going to believe the Bible, then the only answer you can give is, yes, I qualify. Say it one more time. Yes, I qualify. Now, since you know that you qualify, you have grasped the fact. What do you do next? Once again, like Terry and I were saying at the close of last week's broadcast, once it becomes a revelation to you that you qualify, what do you do next? Let them say continually. So begin to speak this. The Bible says that you can have what you say. Mark the 11th chapter, the 23rd verse says that if you believe that those things which you saith shall come to pass, you shall have whatsoever you saith. And I want to remind you that that was spoken by Jesus himself. Can we believe Jesus? Yes, we can. He's the truth. He is the way. He is the light. He's the life. He's the truth. So Jesus said, if you believe those things which you saith shall come to pass, you shall have whatsoever you saith. So what are you to say? You're to say what the word says. 
The Bible even says in the book of Psalms, let the redeemed of the Lord do what? Say so. What is he saying? We're supposed to go around talking our redemption. We're supposed to be talking our salvation. We're supposed to be talking what Jesus has done for us. What has he done for us? He's given us peace with God. He's given us right standing with God. He's enabled us to qualify for the goodness of God. Not only that, but he's made it possible for us to live in a state of God's favor. Now, our place is to believe it, and if you believe it, you're going to speak it. 2 Corinthians 4.13 says, I believed, therefore have I spoken. Whatever you believe, that's what you're going to talk about. So, begin talking that I qualify for the goodness of God all the days of my life. And then what's next? Expect it. Get up every day speaking it. Get up every day expecting it. And let me take it a step further and get up every day thanking God for it. That's how you experience this. It's one thing to know that you qualify. It's something else to hear testimonies of people who, who are experiencing it, like myself. But if you want to experience it, if it, you want it to be your testimony, then speak it continually, expect it every day, and thank God for it on a continual basis. I'm telling you, when you begin to praise God and thank Him for it, it will open the door to the goodness of God in your life like you have never experienced before. I'm telling you, my friend, you can experience God's goodness just like David said in Psalm 23, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Every once in a while, while I'm walking down the road or walking to my house or walking from one room to the other, I'll just deliberately turn around and I'll just say, thank God, his goodness is following me everywhere I go. What a way to live. And that can be your life as well. I pray that this lesson today has touched your heart. I pray that it will be more than just a lesson, that it will be a revelation, and that you too will begin to experience God's goodness beyond anything you've ever experienced before. Hey, we'll be back in just a few moments to share some important things with you. Stay tuned. I know that you're going to want to hear about the special offer we have for you in just a few moments. Today's message is just a small sampling of the rich, powerful teaching you'll find in Jerry Savelle's new audio series, Experiencing the Goodness of God All the Days of Your Life. As you listen to this revealing message, your faith will grow and you will experience God's blessings in a greater way. In this three-part teaching, you will discover how God's goodness is the foundation for your faith and expectation how to walk in this goodness each day, the connection between God's goodness and His glory, and much more. Dream new dreams and experience God's goodness all the days of your life. So don't wait. Call or click now to request your copy of Jerry's important three-CD teaching, Experiencing the Goodness of God All the Days of Your Life, on sale for just $15. You can also instantly download the MP3 version from our online store. 
What an awesome broadcast we're having today. You know, Dad's been talking about the goodness of God, which goes hand in hand with the prophetic word that the Lord gave you, Dad, for this year. Mm -hmm. And how this is the year of the greater, which you've said greater presence of God, power of God, and the goodness of God. And the goodness of God, you know, just listening to you teach that, it seemed like the key word in that whole segment was about believe, Mm -hmm. if you believe. Like those are the three words we need to hang on to is if you believe. Mm -hmm. If you don't believe, it's not going to happen. Right. It's not automatic. Right. And do you remember, I've heard you tell the story in the Word about the two blind men who went to meet Jesus, and they asked Jesus for their sight. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said to them, do you believe I'm able to do this? And the way you describe that is Jesus put the responsibility back on them. Mm -hmm. So he was asking the blind man, do you believe I'm able to do this? And it says, without hesitation, they said, yes, Lord. Right. Without hesitation, they were able to say, we believe you can do this. And he gave them their sight. Mm-hmm. So basically, that's what God is saying to us is, do you believe I'm able right. to do this? That's the bottom line. It's not a matter of if God can do it. Is God qualified? Is God able? We all know he's qualified. We all know he's able. Yeah. But and and. It wasn't a matter of if Jesus could heal them. Was he qualified? Could he do it? Yes, he could. But he put the responsibility back on them. If you want to see what I'm able to do, then you must believe I can do it. And when they said, yes, we believe that, then it happened. Mm -hmm. Well, the question that I believe he's asking us right now, the body of Christ, our viewers, I want to do greater things in your life. Do you believe I can do this? If you can't say without hesitation, yes, Lord, then you need to go build your faith up. How does faith come? Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. Get in the word and study the goodness of God. Get a hold of this series where we talk about the goodness of God. Hear it and hear it and hear it until faith gets stronger and stronger. And then ask yourself, this way I do it, I say, Jerry Savelle, do you now believe God can do this? And if I can say yes without hesitation, I'm there. Yes. I'm there. And God will move in your behalf. So the key to getting more faith so that you can say, yes, Lord, I believe you can do this, mm-hmm. is faith comes by hearing. That's right. And that's why we always offer CDs and messages, because this is how your faith grows. And your faith has to get to a level to match your dream level. Whatever you're believing God for, your faith has got to rise to meet that. You know, Dad, I recently read a story about a... 16-year-old girl who got pregnant and dropped out of school. But during this time when she had her her child and everything, she began listening to the Word of God. Mm -hmm. And she began declaring out of her mouth, because her mindset changed from hearing the Word. Mm -hmm. She began declaring, God has more for me. I believe God has more for me than to be a 17-year-old single mom. God has more for me. Mm -hmm. So she said she got a job at a school cafeteria collecting meal tickets. But she said, I'm going to go back to school and get my GED. So she did. And then she'd go work at the school. Well, she kept saying, God has more for me. God has more for my life. She ended up going to college, got her bachelor's degree. Then she went back to school, got her master's degree, kept saying, God has more for me. Went back, got her doctorate. Now she's a principal in the same school where she used to collect the meal tickets. And that's something. And that's what the Word of God's all about is getting it down on the inside of you where your expectations rise. Well, that's like a story of a pastor friend of mine told me back in October of last year when the Lord gave me this word about 2014 being the year of the greater. He and his wife grabbed hold of that. 
not only that, but they came up to me and they said, we're believing for a home, for a new house. And here's seed that we're sowing as an act of our faith, believing that we qualify for a year of the greater. Okay, and we're going to have a greater house. And they asked me to pray over that seed. I did. And then I began to speak out of my spirit what I heard the Lord say. And I, I don't ever remember praying like this before for somebody. But I heard myself say, and Lord, let it be a spacious house. He was driving down the road and the Lord said, look to your left. And up on this hill was this beautiful big house. And the Lord said, that's the house I prepared for you. And it was big. In fact, it was one of the biggest houses in that community. Wow. And in the natural, there was no way that they could afford a house like this or even qualify for a loan like for a house like this. Mm -hmm. But he believed what God said. But I, I went there to preach in their church and he said, would you come and dedicate our new home after the service? I said, sure. We went up to that hill, to that big house, and the first thing I noticed when I walked in was how spacious it was. It was large. And they said, this is our spacious house. And then they gave me the testimony how God did it. And it was a series of miracles. Wow. But God was proving to them, do you believe I can do this? And they said, yes, Lord. We don't know how, but we believe you can. And they're in that spacious house today. Wow, that is awesome. That encourages my faith. Yeah, praise in God. In fact, the number one question that will stop you from seeing that dream, that faith project answered, is asking how. Don't ask how. Just trust God. Say, Lord, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I trust you. Amen. I believe you can do it. Get this series, folks. Experiencing God's goodness all the days of your life. You listen to this and your faith is going to grow. Your faith is going to be introduced. In fact, I, I share some stories in here of how God's goodness showed up in our lives in impossible looking situations. In fact, there's some stories I shared in here, Terry, when I was teaching this uh, that I haven't told in a long, long time. And I know you're going to enjoy it. Experiencing the goodness of God all the days of your life. Order your copy today. We'll see you again next week. And remember, God loves you. He's not against you. And you have a right to experience His goodness. Today's message is just a small sampling of the rich, powerful teaching you'll find in Jerry Savelle's new audio series, Experiencing the Goodness of God All the Days of Your Life. As you listen to this revealing message, your faith will grow and you will experience God's blessings in a greater way. In this three-part teaching, you will discover how God's goodness is the foundation for your faith and expectation how to walk in this goodness each day, the connection between God's goodness and His glory, and much more. Dream new dreams and experience God's goodness all the days of your life. So don't wait. Call or click now to request your copy of Jerry's important three-CD teaching, Experiencing the Goodness of God All the Days of Your Life, on sale for just $15. You can also instantly download the MP3 version from our online store. Every week, Jerry Savelle Ministries International is making a powerful difference in the lives of people around the world. But that's only possible because of the financial support of friends like you. 
That's why we'd like to invite you to join us as we continue to take the power of God's Word to a global audience in such great need. So call the number on your screen to discover more about Jerry Savelle Ministries today. Both Jerry and his daughter, Terry Savelle Foy, invite you to explore our other ministry resources on the web at jerrysavelle.org. Join us again next week as you continue your journey to discovering God's blessing in your life, where God can transform your circumstances and you can discover your destiny.